0: Welcome, everyone, to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast by Fantastic Geek, your official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me for the Season 5 finale is Pete. Hello, Pete.
1: I've lived a life surrounded by heroes, none bigger than any of you. The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast by Fantastic Geek for Episode 522, The End, is sponsored by squirrel book i also read a book on idiomatic expressions
0: well pete before we dive on into the end of this episode good news we know of course we spoke about it last on the podcast that uh, there will be season six since we spoke there's the news that agents of shield will return for summer 2019 which uh, i think took some of the wind out of a lot of people's sails that said Uh, I'll take me some more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 13 episodes, not 22, also a little bit of a downer, but I'll take that over uh, the alternative, which is us talking the series finale tonight.
1: Any way we can get it plucked, Matt, from the scrap heap, heated discussions about the possibility of heading to other networks, ultimately decided upon a reduced order in the summer. Uh, Matt, how many network shows are scheduled currently for the summer of 2019 to my knowledge only one
0: and you know there are people saying this is further proof that abc is out to cancel agents of shield you know what as i had tweeted earlier today in the last two years abc has canceled more tv shows than any other broadcast network they've canceled 23 shows shield could have been canceled you know, at the end of season four, at the end of season five. Instead, we're headed to season six. Is it ideal? Okay, maybe not. But I'll tell you this, Pete. If it can p- pull a .5 rating and get 1.5 million viewers live, and that rounds up to 3 million viewers and, a you know, a, a whatever rating, uh, you know what? We can come back and do it, you know, in 14 months' time. See you there. We'll be ready for it. Heck, I mean, wh- what is summer 2019? It's probably... You know this time in a year so we'll be there we can make it happen and and we can make the case again for further uh, you know further renewal
1: if only Matt everybody will make it there but I digress there has been the argument that ABC has an agents of shield problem and they've brought it back I would argue the converse agents of shield has an ABC problem and like I've said there was heavy discussion. The decision had been made, we're not coming back. And with all the jockeying, able to bring it back at that reduced order, going to be very difficult to get, should they continue past season six, uh, to go back from 13 to something larger. Um, the possibility, of course, exists that they can continue at that size. It's a lot of time between now and then. There's a lot of fans of this show, this small but active fan base. You are the reason this show is not ending just yet. So pat yourself on the back, hold a glass high, and let's talk about this episode. When we catch you up on what went down, our... Uh, teaser, Matt, the beeping of a heart monitor, Colson in the bed there uh, and overheard discussion, particularly Daisy telling the other agents he's out of time.
0: Yes, their emotions are certainly our emotions. Uh, the, <laughs> seeing this episode, not knowing how it would end, of course uh they're debating where we left off last time do they save colson or do they take out talbot in order to save the world Uh, we also get some handy recap robin says that colson can fix the pieces of earth but does she speak in riddles uh ultimately daisy is prepared to make the call but yo-yo yo-yos and takes the centipede serum herself pete i know we disagree on this but when yo-yo says that she doesn't want colson to die but she's ready to save the world I am hashtag team yo-yo on this, even though, you know, I know that's not quite how things shake out once the episode is all said and done, but I'm okay with the call yo-yo makes.
1: And I am firmly in the Colson corner, Matt. So again, perfectly balanced as all things should be. Um, With that, uh, not wanting him to die, but needing to make this decision Um, and Yo-Yo not wanting to be the bad guy, this discussion with Mac against her significant other, um, nothing holding us together, Mac disagrees. There is. There's hope. And as you noted, Matt, off mic here before we started recording, the name of his daughter as well. Poignant, certainly. And with that, May shatters that odium.
0: I I wasn't quite clear immediately that it was the odium. Perhaps I looked away for a moment or, or you know, perhaps I was being overcome with the emotion of the moment. Uh, I, I do appreciate though, this writerly thing that they've been taking, they've been hanging on to this odium. And I don't know if, I don't know if it was always destined to be broken here so that there was kind of only one option, or I don't know if at a certain point in the writing room, they're like, Oh, snap. We're already shooting that episode where we save the odium, but now we don't know what to do with it. Um, May smashes it on the ground, takes it out, you know, takes it out as a story possibility. Uh, regardless, it is certainly a uh, a powerful moment. Uh, that's when Fitzsimmons declare that they will prepare the remedy, and Fitz dryly saying everyone else should prepare for the end of the world as we head into the title card.
1: Come back there to debris of the spaceship that Talbot had partially destroyed at the end of the previous episode. And, you know, friend of children as he is father caretaker, he's got an art project for Robin.
0: He does. He wants her to point with the marker to the spot where the gravitonium is. Um, kudos here again to the writing where uh, i mean i think it's clear you know it's clear to anybody who's been watching these episodes that talbot has gone bad but it's a handy reminder when he's you know when he's making a mother fearful and a child fearful and and you know all all of the machinations that he does in this scene it's just it, it's a handy way to just remind us oh yeah he's a really bad guy who thinks he's the hero of his story Uh, He even floats out that he's prepared to take her powers to end her. Uh, With that, Robin's mother gets taken away. Will Robin tell him now? Pete, we go back to
1: the lighthouse. Take us there. Keeping it light at the lighthouse, Matt. Yo-Yo tells Mac he's going to die. Which he points out everyone does on that day. They'll have to answer up there for what they did down here. And it's at that moment that Talbot's ship breaches the atmosphere and crashes into a city, not clear which city just yet, but it's not New York, it's Chicago.
0: Um, going back to that Max scene for a moment, I have to say it's only in the last couple weeks where and maybe Pete maybe I've had scales over my eyes but or the scales have fallen and I've realized that actor Henry Simmons is particularly strong in his faith Uh, and while I don't think that they are using Mac here to to push one faith over another I like that Henry Simmons and his faith has influenced Mac here it works really well for Mac as this big giant guy who you know really really thinks about the lord thinks about heaven things uh, things like that the fact that real life and fiction are mirroring each other is is neat but it's a good pickup for the character uh, and i like that they brought that out in him a little bit and we see that here of course as you said talbot landing in chicago we get the act break we come back not in chicago but with colson waking and yo-yo is there She makes it clear that she does not want him to die. uh, Just that she didn't want to bet it all on him. And of course, Pete, you might be team Colson, but Colson is team Yo-Yo. So me and Yo-Yo and Colson are all on this side.
1: I'll take the rest of the agents there, Matt, any day of the week. You know, the ones that head off in this episode to go do the business and such in space. Unable to stand as he is. Um, obviously he needs some help. He would have been by her side from there. We go to Deke with Daisy on his side here. He's given orders. He's moving pieces around the lighthouse. Uh, she has just finished fueling the Zephyr. Um, he's planning to leave Matt. This is like a, a, uh, younger, less, roguish han solo prepared to leave the leader of the rebellion have we have we seen this story before is there a price on his head or something you gotta <laughs> pay off a gangster well i don't know
0: about the price on his head i know that it's only in retrospect that you realize that this is uh deke's final scene in the episode i'm 99 percent sure uh th- that's correct and he points out something that you know pete i'm no stranger you're no stranger all of us we know our time travel rules we got our back to the futures with the one timeline yeah there's alternates but it's kind of like the you know it's the one timeline that can change here change there we got the the multiple timelines from your star treks and such um the leave out your
1: terminators us. son you gotta absolutely. go back naked
0: <laughs> absolutely one um, way one way pete we even have i don't don't want to be too spoilery but we even have a uh uh, a non-mcu marvel movie that came out recently that deals with the issue of time travel uh both canonical and i dare say fanciful towards the end there but that's you
1: you mean the one we'll be uh bringing you on sunday deadpool 2 that's the one um
0: but pete in this timeline He notes that if they break the time loop, he won't exist anyway. And I must confess, I felt a little silly for not having thought that one through ahead of time, particularly since, here comes our weekly call, Jeff Ward needs to continue to be in this show. I just don't know how they do it. Gee whiz, Pete, I hope that they have the next season of S.H.I.E.L.D. happen after some sort of major time event so that maybe we can the rules of time a little bit here but that would mean like having season six come out in the summer or something
1: it would and we're going to talk about that in our level seven segment in a little bit some concerns abound there uh but it's at this point matt in the story the deke points to his room all these things packed together like a squirrel uh hoarding anything he can find he's read the book on squirrels He's a damaged person from a damaged world. Um, But the trust that he's noted between the agents is too strong to break. That's just his two cents, Matt. Because he's also read a book on idiomatic expressions.
0: They're giving him the best funny lines. Because nobody else can be funny. Because he's looking at a – he's such a great character. Seriously, they need to figure Mm -hmm. something out. Maybe, Pete, did you ever hear about his – twin space brother time traveler named beak who could come back in time i don't know whatever it is they need to figure it out um we do however go from this character moment here we cut back to chicago talbot pulls a giant plug from the ground it's got a little gravitonium in there i love that they don't overwrite the moment it's not you know he doesn't say ah for this is but a little sliver of the." Uh, uh, of that which is beneath the ground. Instead, you're just going to go, wait, all this fuss just for that little bit, and then he's kind of charged right. up to get more to end the act.
1: Act three, Matt, with Zephyr one, the Quinjet on top there. Ten minutes out. Max, given the directions here, you're going to clear the civilians. You're going to rescue Robin too. Oh yeah, that after we deal with Talbot and Daisy, has called yo-yo to the ready roomish cic thing uh to add to their discussion here uh she admits she thought colson was the only one who can keep us keep them on the same page uh that this is the proof that she can't lead And she agrees, but Mac should be the one calling the shots. The moral center here, the general, they can all rally behind anybody who agrees, raise their hand. They all do, including Matt, Phil Coulson, uh, who couldn't have said it better himself.
0: Slight willful suspension of disbelief that nobody knew he was there and he held off around the corner until dramatic reveal. But. It's a very, very effective moment. I also really, really like, to that they, they kind of vote him in as director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, I've been a little wishy-washy on this notion of, you know, certainly previous to this moment, but this notion of, like, Daisy is in charge now because Coulson said so. And when Coulson doth take the crown and orb, he hands it down to the next in line, like, And I understand that they're not this military um, governmental organization anymore with an organizational chart and promotions and things like that. But I've always been just a little iffy on like, so Daisy's in charge because Coulson said so, because story and comics. uh, And I really, really like here. I don't think they're making some sort of grand, you know, 2018, 2020 kind of election notion. Just this idea we are going to govern ourselves by elevating the best person and we can all agree who that is that in and of itself is really poignant within the story. If you want to take meaning of that, you know, to the outside world on any level fine. But in this moment, it's them deciding their own destiny. And I really, really like it as quake starts to suit up and Pete, what's max mission.
1: Max mission is to, uh, head in, clear those civilians, rescue Robin. um, and as Talbot is preparing to face down the cops here and Quake has just been given her gauntlets back, uh, he wants quiet. And Mac and the agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. announced that they are there to help the cops. Fugitives, Matt, no more.
0: Really, really powerful moment, particularly with the the – You know, the Chicago policeman who's ready to go in, even though he realizes he is uh, unprepared, ready to go in and attack Talbot. Um, But then S.H.I.E.L.D. there to save the day. We're here to help. We get a montage as S.H.I.E.L.D. saves uh, the wounded, prepares to fight on behalf of the people. Uh, And then in in one save, Robin is found. Mac enters the ship's wreckage to find Polly. He name checks Polly, uh, maybe he or the people writing the script realized that we were a little, it's been a while since her name has been mentioned. Let me put it to you like that, Pete. Um, and that's when he decides to go to the detention level. They could have thrown <laughs> in like an AA to 23 or whatever, but no, no, Pete, no jokes in this episode outside the deke stuff. Cause this is serious.
1: It is serious here. Mac having told them not to engage the enemy. Um, May is reunited with Robin and as Mac has his shotgun axe, or as I am now taking to referring to in my notes as the Max, um, Daisy and Coulson have this discussion where she is going to go and he is not. um, He can barely stand. He's holding on there. uh, And this is the exchange we saw via the camera footage earlier in the season of her leaving the Quinjet. Um, and it's heartbreaking. It is. It's a powerful moment.
0: A again, it's something that they don't overwrite. We've seen that enough and not for nothing. They did the, you know, previously on agents of shield to really remind us tonight, but it's not this moment of like, my goodness, there it is. It's just kind of like, if you've seen it enough times to get it, great. If not, then she leaves the jet, cut to exterior of her leaving leaving the jet. Um, but it's also this moment where you say, oh my goodness, there still is this time loop that we have to deal with that has been nigh unbreakable. Pete, we touch back on Talbot's ship where uh, Mac is there. Fitz kind of arrives at the this wreckage place where the ship, Don, meet the uh, the building, he says... uh, he he has May and Robin with him he says, Polly and Mac don't make it, you know, in the future cut back to Mac space ninjas are there cut to Talbot, who's ready to dig for more gravitonium as Daisy is running at him, Pete moments of highest tension as we take an act break
1: Uh, nothing like commercials when that happens, Matt especially for the corporate synergy of Han Solo, a Star Wars story in theaters This coming Thursday, which Fantastic Geek will be bringing you uh, next weekend. But we come back to Act 4, where Quake tackles Talbot here into a bus, tells him to stop. People are dying, but he chalks it all up to collateral damage. But he's becoming the enemy, Matt. She explains to him as the Space Ninjas close in.
0: And Mac, without his shotgun axe, it is curtains for him. Except May is there too. Even Fitz gets a shiv in on one of the space ninjas. So I don't know quite that the that the the fight physics pan out on that one. But you know what? I am flying here with the writer's pen. I believe it because I saw it. <laughs> Good news, Pete, we cut to the Quinjet. It has landed on Zephyr 1. But Coulson is unresponsive, so it's not good news. Pete, trouble everywhere. Take us back to Graviton.
1: Yes, Talbot and uh, Daisy having this discussion here. Uh, She's trying to talk him down. Coulson had given her the instruction to appeal to him as a military man, if not to beat his behind um turns out her impassioned speech matt was the same that hale gave him before she tortured him um and that he regrets they should have joined forces with that we're back with robin and then back to colson who is not breathing
0: this is a portion of the episode, classic, classic S.H.I.E.L.D., intercutting between two, no, three, no, four important dramatic points. Um, we, of course, had left Talbot and Daisy, where he was taking her up and away. Uh, he gets pretty high over Chicago, and then it turns out the plan is to simply slam her into the ground. I must have missed the memo where Daisy can be slammed into the ground from 500 feet up and, and be okay. I guess it's just superpowers. Back in the building, though, we have debris falling on Fitz. Back to Talbot, he has uh, Quake in a pit. It's like snakes in a plane, but Quake's in a pit. Um, He he wants to get to to the buried treasure once he ingests her. Pete, all I know is this, Talbot is a bad, bad man.
1: He is a bad, bad man. Uh, Mad, bad, and dangerous to know, Matt. Uh, With all of that going on here... (laughs) Um and the the frantic as you mentioned before period in this episode of a season finale nay a near series finale where things are coming at us fast and furious here Talbot is down Fitz is down Yo Yo is in slow motion beginning chest compressions here um, and Talbot remarks that he's going to need every weapon. In the fight to come, uh, we have Simmons, we have Robin noting something is different, Matt. Um, and Yo-Yo speaking to herself in Spanish here as Daisy reveals she has a syringe and injects herself with it. Uh, suddenly, uh, Talbot bursts off of her. Um now he just needs to break her in half, but she instead rockets him into orbit.
0: Yes. Not immediately clear that it is orbit. We get uh, Coulson Colson being revived and Fitz presumably being freed. Uh, then we see Talbot in space, presumably frozen, presumably dead. I mean, I think we can all but count him out obviously for this episode, but then can we just, though? I mean, look, there's enough of a, story trapdoor and we're going to talk about trapdoors in a little while there's enough where you could say oh but the gravitonium kept him alive if you want to bring him back if you decide you know leave season five things with season five and move on to season six with a fresh start um i don't think you bring talbot back um or certainly not in any sort of substantive way just want to take a moment pete to pause And say again, with this note of probable finality here for Talbot, for Graviton, the one great little meager loose thread from the first season, warranting all of this at the end of the fifth season in the 110th episode, Um, from the third episode to the 110th episode, some, you know, mostly good stuff, a couple of duds here and there, but... That was that was quite a tease to get to this with graviton. It, it, it,
1: it was certainly the long game there, um, and as he floats towards the sun, presumably to meet up with the Battlestar Galactica and the rest of the fleet, um, we have Fitz coming to the realization here: he can't can't feel things. We take the debris off him and we see the wound and may's face tells it all he's breathing. Uh, Mac wants them to stay with him. They're going to find a way out. Uh, he wants them classic fits thinking of others. He wants them to get Polly, but they let him know that she is safe. Now he thinks his legs are broken, but, uh, Mac explains to him. He's been through worse as, The editor lets the moment breathe here and and then there's silence before Mac cries. And then we get the beeping again, returning to the heart monitor with Coulson in bed, Simmons over him, smiling. She turns around still smiling as we see Mac in the door there and the realization as her smile leaves her face to take us into that act break.
0: Two better
1: scenes,
0: perhaps, do not exist for this show in terms of letting the moments play, letting the emotion play, letting the actors act. This is something that could have been overwritten by a thousand. It could have been, listen, good buddy, I'm losing you, but goodbye, Turbo. Instead, Fitz does not know he's dying. Mac lets him have that sense of peace, that ignorance until the end. It also, and I mean, not to tip our hand to level seven, but I mean, the show tipped its hand a little bit too. It also doesn't over, over, oversell the moment because I think we got some fits business for season six, but we'll get there in due course. I just like that, you know, I didn't get a good look at that wound. They didn't linger on it. This is not, you know, some rated R, you know, there's not cutting open the, uh, the, the tauntaun kind of stuff here. Not that that's rated R, but you understand my point. They just let mac and may and their realization really sell it as no this is for real and the music supports it and and the pace and whatnot and same thing with when mac enters it's this word uh to to tell Simmons it's just wordless it's the music it's acting and it's a wonderful instinct that the show followed to let let actors act let the emotions carry the day to end that act as you said
1: with The final act beginning here, Matt, the in remembrance being engraved. The assumption, of course, first that this is for Fitz. Um, Simmons looking at a framed photo of him with her filling up a suitcase there. Of course, a pistol uh, prominently featured. We have Mac and Yo-Yo. She joins him on the floor there as they embrace Uh, We have Simmons with his, uh, with Fitz's tool left behind here. You know, the not aged one just yet. Um, And we have uh, Daisy with uh, opportunity to burn Robin's drawings as uh, May smashes the time travel rock there. And... um, then she pours uh, May does several drinks for the agents and Colson begins what is not a funeral but a celebration
0: and this too is where you know we are assuming it's for fits and there's kind of this weird moment where you realize it's a handoff to some sort of goodbye goodbye to Colson goodbye to the audience there's no question in my mind that this was the final scene shot with everybody. Did they maybe then go and do a green screen pickup for the beach stuff, or did they then go say, Oh, we need to you know, we missed a shot uh, of uh Daisy in the pit, you know, that kind of thing. I'm not saying this was the final shot of the season. This was the final all call on the cast, you know, minus Fitz, minus some of the recurring players as well, but I guarantee you, this was shot on the last day, and this was, hey, this should normally only take half a day. We're gonna take as much time as we need to get it right, to get the tone right. If emotions flow too much, bring them back. Um, but as the scene plays out, there's this. But wait, we're not overly concerned about fits here, and and you know w- we get to that in in outline in the episode, and we'll talk about it more in the theory segment. But that's celebration, not a funeral. Max says. Uh, that this is the one place they could call home he's recalling his first time on there Daisy gives a shout out to the bus uh, this of course the former set of the bus as well mm-hmm. um and really really nice in my mind really nice walk down memory Lane here and then Pete we get Colson giving that speech that you hit us with at the top do you want to review it again
1: Yeah, that he's lived a life surrounded by heroes, but not bigger than any of them here. You consider the first time we met him, Iron Man, then with Thor, then, you know, let's not forget, Matt, Avengers Infinity War, as great as it was. And I think you have a hard time arguing, even with the controversy over the way it ended, that it wasn't a great uh, entry into the Marvel cinematic universe incomplete in that all of the Avengers do not appear in Avengers infinity war. Clark Gregg is not in that film, but one of the Avengers named by fury. Okay. Uh, and here to be the, the captain, the quarterback, what have you, the, the dad of the team and tell them that, um, that uh, he's he's gotten close to these good people to have them taken away, that they never should forget, but they need to move on, Matt. Sound familiar as you look back?
0: Hey, sometimes you do have to move on. Uh, Simmons disagrees, though, uh, with this idea that we hold that place in our heart, but we don't move on. Uh, and then it becomes clear that this is Colson's goodbye, too. We do get the reminder that there is a Frozen fits out there. Earlier reference was made to, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I take that back. In the, in, in the next moment, the fact that the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have a spaceship uh, is reminded to us as well. So clearly they were writing for more story, whether they knew it at the time or not. Clearly not. But we have Coulson saying goodbye. He toasts the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Nay, Pete. He toasts all of us. He says his goodbyes. He tells Daisy that he has days or weeks left, uh, and he's left her a goodbye letter and the spaceship. So we have a mission for for next time, even if we imagine that there is no next time. Thank goodness there is. Pete, down goes the ramp. Where is Coulson
1: going? Out onto the sand there. Not quite clear. Is this... They, they dropping him off at the sandbox, Matt? Are we... We're getting all the way back, OG, AOS, but uh, it's not exactly that location.
0: It's not. It's a beach. I think it's clearly meant to be a Tahiti-type place, you know, whether it's literally Tahiti or just South Pacific. Uh, Colson says it's magical. Then into frame walks May. There's some hand-holding. She even ran, uh, references what's next on his bucket list. And Pete, the way ming says bucket, I think she meant something <laughs> that rhymes with it. Um, he, of course, says Pete.
1: Parasailing as they hold hands there. Uh, back up in Zephyr 1, Matt, we've also got Piper and Davis. Uh, and uh, Daisy asks the director... Where they want to go first before we, uh, from the perspective of Colson and May back on the beach, see Zephyr 1 turn around and head out over them into summer 2019. The dossier. A detailed look at our bad guys, Matt, and we square up firmly on general Glenn talbotonium
0: oh nice turn of phrase there uh i like that daisy gives him this last moment of redemption and it's perhaps a little on the nose it's a little hand over the heart but it's never a bad time to say hey these first responders these people who aim to protect us these people in uniform they play an important role for us, and that's they are the heroes. And get me, you know, maybe it was a little saccharin, but it's also very, very true, you know. And and he's he's offered that reminder that he already was a hero in service of his nation, in service of people. And no, of course, he wants more. Um, and and that makes him the villain. And I think that that's his last opportunity there. She feels the good in him. No, he still turns bad. And, um, I mean, who would have thought when he first walked through the door back at the end of the first season that he would yeah. be around this long as well. And I think a really fitting end and a nice arc, even though it went bad for this guy,
1: the all consuming nature of gravitonium makes what he became a very interesting villain, the voices, the the many personalities that have been absorbed into it that he even tries to absorb Quake that he threatens to absorb Robin yet is unable to do uh, the former and chooses not to do the latter. Um, But ultimately Adrian Pazdar in four seasons on this show left. If this is it, Matt, and I think we need to discuss in level seven, whether this is indeed it given the nature of the characters powers and some story conceits um, left a, a really strong impression. this a guy with a comic book TV show resume.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if it's because I'm because I'm a little older now or just because I, I'm on a IMDB click hole or I'm watching old shows and whatnot, but it, it, it strikes me time and time again, how you have these journeyman actors and actresses. I mean, Clark Gregg, having been one prior to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where, you know, and certainly if it's Adrian Pazdar now, where it's like, this guy's been in so much, where's the stability? I mean, he's recurred in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for four and a half years. It's been to our great benefit. And you're just going to say, this guy's charismatic. He's 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 wonderful, here he has written off this show yet again. Who knows if he returns? We'll talk theories, but it's kind of like this guy you know, this guy you would think had had a much brighter career than he has so far. But thank goodness he's been on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because he's, you know, in this long list of men roughly Colson's age that have complimented Colson. Here we see him complimenting, yeah, as an on screen villain, complimenting all of our. Uh, all of our heroes, including one of the uh, one of the youngest ones in Quake.
1: Welcome to Level Seven. Time to analyze and theorize, Matt. What do you got?
0: Let's talk about what I think was a just an incredibly daring move to write what I think is a really um, acceptable, palpable. Wonderful series finale. We know that there is more story coming. We know that clearly they left it open ended. But I think, yeah, I'm okay saying, and the adventure continues in our hearts and minds. If there was no more shield after this, Uh, could it be the five minutes later half of them turn to ash? Sure, but that's a separate thing. I like how this season ends the way it does. Are there plenty of trapdoors built in to get back fits? absolutely we'll talk about that more in depth in a little bit is it you know can you figure out a new way to forestall colson who it's days or weeks unless of course we can do this or do that sure but in that alternate universe where this is the final episode of shield i feel incredibly satisfied that the adventure ends and the adventure continues
1: I had a better feeling, obviously, it's with renewal-covered glasses, Matt, renewal-tinted glasses, of last season's finale when um, – who was the, the character, the John Hanna character on the beach disappearing in the framework and the, the glass falling. Had that been it? I would have been fine with that the way that it ends. The way that this ends here, yes, they they're intact except for Fitz, but he's floating out there. We can go get him. If you're never able to return to that and you leave him dangling out that way, I mean, that's certainly a way to go, but I think as a series end, people would have lost their minds. And this is the disconnect between the people who tell the stories and the people who tell the people who tell the stories when they're going to air and what they're going to do and whether they're ending the series or whether there's another season or seasons or what have you. Um, I, I think you and I have drastically different views of this finale and I think we're already seeing that there are divergent views of this again that were coming back currently scheduled. And I know there's already been talk, oh, they could come back sooner uh, in, in the spring of 2019. And, you know, it's it's Avengers 4 that's the big holdup and fixing the universe and everything like that. There's, there's a lot going on. There, there is a lot story-wise, universe-wise. This is not an ordinary predicament for anybody in this situation. The creatives, the cast, the fan base.
0: Yeah, and and I think I'll just stick to my guns. In spite of all of that, they wrote... I mean, look, in a practical sense, you need to write, and the adventure continues next season, but you also need to write a possible ending. And all this... Listen, for everybody listening, the next time you hear somebody say... Well, the network didn't tell us to write a season finale. Pardon me, a series finale. That is hogwash. That might be true that that shows don't get told that always. Shows get canceled all the time with no warning. They get canceled mid-season. They get canceled after season has aired. They get uh, they get canceled with big cliffhangers. Ask our friends who enjoy Lucifer. We don't watch. I was the show. just gonna bring yeah. that
1: up. Hey, hey, we we wrote a cliffhanger, so. Uh, They wouldn't cancel us. And guess what they did? They canceled us. I mean, this is, it's not a new story. This happens every year um, in a landscape where there are now 500 scripted offerings. It's never happened before. And I think we've finally hit critical mass, Matt, in this platinum age of TV uh, with networks and streaming and, uh, you know, pay cable and basic cable and everything going on and the lifelines. I mean, I I go back to a TV time of BJ and the bear and letter writing campaigns. I mean, geez, in a, in another TV life, we had people send rocks to box for Alcatraz, which was unsuccessful. Um, But here we are 11th and you know, 59-minute-hour save on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because of a preferential and really sensitive spot between the network and the studio. And great, we're coming back. Uh, I Like you, I, I applaud the conviction to put this out there. I just think in light of... The situation, had it gone another way, this would have been less than fulfilling for people. I'm glad that it's not.
0: I'll just add as a postscript, and uh, perhaps Marissa Tanchero Jed Whedon can, can speak to this uh, now that the episode has aired and whatnot. Uh, I, I wonder in these situations, do you write, you know, do you write multiple endings or do you write, you know, well, we're going to shoot these um we're going to shoot these two pages of dialogue, but we're only going to use one page depending on this, that, the other. You know, did this ending only really get solidified once the renewal came through? I'm certainly not saying I've heard rumors of that. I just wonder if that if that goes on from time to time. But, Pete, let's talk about the future here. And I, I, I dare say that we've we've sketched out all the four corners of this picture already. But uh, Fitz, dead forever, goodbye, Ian sticker, the first, uh, you know, the first person that uh, we ever saw live, along with Elizabeth Henstridge, the first person from Agents of Shield to ever talk to one of us at New York Comic Con. Uh, goodbye, gone forever. Go back to go back to Scotland. No more Shield for you.
1: You know, Matt, an old friend of mine once quipped, "He's really not dead as long as we remember him." And indeed, if Agents of Shield season six is life. From lifelessness, then perhaps we'll return again here someday. But that being said, Matt, how many times are we going to head from one season into the next with fit's fate in the balance? Does this seem at all familiar?
0: It does. And you know what? I am okay with it, particularly because. The notion that there is frozen fits out there, headed towards an endpoint that now no longer exists, um, and and the future is unwritten, Marty, and all of that, is that a trapdoor? Is yes, is that a cheat, a story cheat? Uh, I wouldn't use those words, but okay, I get where you're coming from. Here's the thing, though: they telegraphed that so long ago as an option, and then. Took it away as an option because then blink he gets to the future and and whatnot, but that little tidbit was saved, and and is a viable option. And I love that that you know that was cooked into his death here, and that makes it okay for me if it is a story cheat or a story trapdoor or whatever. It was so it was placed so far in advance. I find it elegant.
1: You'd love to get them in a room. Or isolate them at the the showrunners, uh, Marissa Tantarone and uh, Jed Whedon and say, OK, was the plan all along that Fitz was going to air quotes die at the end of the season, but not really be a death? And I think that's the thing. That's the uh, 800 pound um, monkey that Fitz has always wanted in the room that the finale will have cost and someone will die, but it will be someone who will die, who has an earlier version of himself floating out in space. So you get a death, but you don't really have a death.
0: And you know what? For a show entering a reduced order summertime reprieve from cancellation, I'll take it. Like we know it's a show and I don't, I don't need punch in the gut. I, you know, I know back when the show started, oh, it's a Whedon show. They're going to hurt you. They're going to kill all these people. It's going to mm-hmm. hurt. I mean, okay, you know, Brett Dalton was on this show well past the functional usage of all the Ward iterations. Terribly sad to see him go, but it was not like me crying. Uh, probably the most emotional I've gotten is when they legit for real wrote off uh, Bobby and Hunter. And that was with greener pastures of Marvel's most wanted, which to my surprise, not even the pilot has ever shown up, like integrated into something. So that was, that was a true goodbye. Um, but of course it wasn't them killing the characters off. So, I mean, people don't, major characters don't really get killed off on this show. Certainly not our major heroes. Um, at least not yet. So, If that's the thing that you tease and then it never happens, if that's now 110 episodes in, if that's in the DNA of the show, eh,
1: okay. And I think the way that they go about this, again, we're going to do this. It's, it's bold to a point, but at the same time, it's baked into the pieces and the conceit of this season which, you know, we, we had potted up the last two increasingly successful. And, and then, you know, season five's odd, Matt, we're going to look back at this and I'm going to be very interested to see. And I think people will go back and, and watch this season with the weight that we're going to have till season six and see the writing and, and where it's all headed And that the pieces were out there and that they cobbled them all together here at the end. Was it the only way that they could go? I I happen to disagree with that. Um, But to see where it takes us all and where we wind up and now we begin this wait. you know, with all the other things that are going on in this universe that I want to touch on in a moment. But let's talk about Talbot. Let's talk about gravitonium. Let's talk about a guy so powerful that he absorbs everything. He's prepared to absorb uh, Daisy who, hey, it turns out you just need to take an injection and you can force him off of you
0: um yeah, well I mean look don't forget how how super powered the clairvoyant was don't you know that that's a lot of superpowers that plus her quake ability to me I I I, I personally feel like that was a satisfying climax for the episode and you know I I'm 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 okay with that little extra dollop of willful suspension of disbelief saying, hey, we're not going to do, you know, two seasons of Graviton. So let's start to wrap this puppy up now. Um, I'll do you one better, Pete. Maybe he could have beat her blow by blow. But was he expecting her to be so super powered that she could blast him to space? You know, let's not forget we did have the story seating that he, he didn't need the power in the spaceship. He just needed the air. Mm -hmm. that comes back around and you know we'll we'll talk we'll do a season five uh look back next week i think that this is a season that when you watch it the first time there are some there are more weak points this season than from any point fall of shield forward (laughs) that said i think we're gonna look back on a rewatch and go oh wow there are these little things that are really well-constructed they were just hidden amongst some of the some of the overgrowth of other parts of the story
1: talking about a character who can fly now you mentioned the the needing of the air okay they were foreshadowing the potential death it's not definitive let's consider too you killed a father and a husband who never got that redemption with those characters um go out of grace i i really gotta hope there's a way to somehow get him back and redeem him in some way did, did the did the gravitonium match shut him down in in such a way though he was without air did his his soul his katra perhaps retreat into the to the recesses he's he's got that element within him I mean, there is a, there is a plot armor for him if they so decide.
0: Definitely a hundred percent agree. And you know, Pete, you're being a little critical before of how nobody has to pay a big price here. Um, I agree. If they don't want him to pay the price either, boy, let's bring old Adrian back. Cause we have such fun with him on set. Um, I'm okay with that too. Uh, I think it just depends where they want to head in these 13 episodes. I mean, my goodness, even if there's some sort of, you know, if we get a tag scene where (laughs) in one of these episodes where all of a sudden, I don't know, he awakens or space people find him or whatever. I'm open to it all because I think this is a show that, that is about the journey and not necessarily the, the destination every time. It's not about, oh my goodness, Pete, do you remember when, uh, The years that uh, McSteamy was on Grey's Anatomy and then there's this clear line because after he left, oh, it was like a different show. Like, no, they keep these core characters around. They've added to the core. They've subtracted a little from the core. But at the end of the day, you can count on these core characters being there for you, you know, by and by as things go through.
1: Lastly, from me, Matt, there's the timing of all of these events, you know two episodes ago there were these weird things happening in new york uh last episode we're mentioning thanos whoever that is then uh we have this spaceship touching down in chicago we have all hell breaking loose in chicago we resolve this we drop colson at maybe tahiti with may and our agents fly off in zephyr one and oh matt do i not feel so good right now
0: let that which is shield be shield particularly at what was written to be a series finale Can we imagine five minutes after the show was after this as the final episode ever? Can we imagine five minutes later, as I said before? Can we imagine people start fading away into Ash or the next day or wherever the chronology lines up? Sure. That's not the concern of this show. I mean, the show that was so ballyhooed as It's All Connected and the show that found its redemption in the first season by being intimately connected I mean there will never ever be, I suspect never again be as Brett Dalton said at uh, at, at Paley during that first season that experience of you watch Shield on Wednesday you go to the movies on Friday you watch Shield the next Wednesday and there's this incredible through line and it was electric to watch I mean we had a scene out of the movie as the tag scene in Shield in that you know, that, that that pre uh, uh winter soldier episode a tag scene that does not appear in the home video streaming versions of the episode fine that's what that show needed to be then it has moved away from that and is there a necessary connection short sure, because it's all the mcu but in what could have been the final moments of this series let it be its own thing and then the discussion could have been oh and yes you know pro- probably some of them turned to ash for sure you know uh, but but abc didn't let us tell that story you know and i think that's where there's a bonus that they come back after after um avengers 4 because wherever the dust is going to settle pun intended that can help guide things and you know what pete i love me some davis i love me some piper but you know if there's a toll that needs to be taken it's going to be oh man Davis just turned to Ash. Whoop, whoop, whoop. The plane is uh, f- uh, going to fall out of the sky. Quick, Piper, grab the whip. <gasps> Piper, you're gone too. Like th- They've even built that in, Pete, to protect our, our core heroes. I'm okay with all of it. I want me my stories where it's safe. And you can challenge me with deaths and whatnot. Pete, and I want to say something further, Pete. You didn't bring up these complaints when they killed off Electra and brought her back. And I don't even remember. She killed off again <laughs> at this point. Like, they do. How many times did Madam
1: It's Adam not meow- the mothership, man. And it's not over broadcast. And it's a different situation. Here, Here's my largest concern. Okay. So there's been much discussion that they will come back post Avengers 4. Universe restored, Matt. We've just left. Thanos has been dealt with. Everybody wins except him. Our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. come back afterward and there's never any address of the snap that concerns me because it's far reaching. It needs to reach into of any of these shows, this show, if Luke Cage, Cloak and Dagger, Daredevil, you pick Iron Fist. Punisher and or runaways all air seasons between now and Avengers four. the one that needed to go there that needs to go there can still go there agents of shield. And if it's, you know, Oh, thank goodness. The people who disappeared have now been restored or worse yet, Matt never ever addressed because of the Avengers saving the half of the universe. You and I, let's remember. And this has been verified by did, did Thanos you.net or whatever the, the website that determines <laughs> if you're gone, all of fantastic geek has survived much like the OG Avengers. So uh, if it's determined that whoever else disappeared, they never ever reference it. And it never happened because it's been fixed. I think you've lost, you know, great storytelling fodder.
0: Can we declare gloom and doom for the lack of connections from Avengers 4 to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season 6? Can we can we get Avengers 4 out of the gate first? Can we get whatever Captain Marvel might give us because you know, I mean, look, I still like this pet theory that they're going to do some sort of split thing of All right, the new agents of Shield without Coulson and May are out on a mission, but oh man, that's when they find the remnant of the time gem, and they need to look back in the past for when Coulson and May dealt with this in nineteen ninety-seven. Bill Clinton's playing the saxophone. Coulson has maybe a little, (laughs) little more up top. Melinda May, you know, is still a stone cold killer. You know, story options abound. Let's let them
1: get there, Pete. Transmissions. Let's check the wire. Pete, the tweets
0: pouring in. Uh, let's start with uh, at Nang Baby who says uh, the following about the finale. Uh, her thoughts? So-so. I can see where it was written as a series conclusion, but there are too many unanswered questions despite the emotional closure. Uh, Henry Perno at HD Perno says it took us to a magical place. Also hard for me to concentrate because Deadpool 2 may have Overloaded My Brain's Pleasure Center. Um, Catherine America. That's at Marvel underscore Catherine with a Y. Pete, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Loudly crying face emojis. She's moved away from words and onto symbolic tears here. Uh, We have uh, a tweet from at Melissa R. Leach. Loved it. Uh, Season six, episode one, title... Finding fits gonna be a gas next year. Pete, your thoughts so far?
1: I mean, listen, the the divergent reaction I I think tells you there were there were people that were emotionally broken by this. There were people that that felt it was fulfilling. There were people that felt it was less than fulfilling. Um, to Facebook, Matt, where Greg Gear writes in to the Fantastic Geek Facebook page between the finale of. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Infinity War, I'm a wreck. Gonna take a when to process this one. A while, maybe, Greg Means? Uh, Bonus points to Coulson for quoting Stephen Sondheim.
0: Sometimes, Pete, you gotta sing. Uh, A couple more tweets here. JC the Mythic says, I would have, I still would have liked an Infinity War tie in. Pete, he's about to say something. I personally disagree with this, but you know JC is here to play. Like May and Colson dusting on the beach or something. (sighs) Uh, Ben, that's at Risen Shadow 86. It really did feel like the end. It was great. Uh, Just thinking, JST underscore thinking, said, had to watch the end of the end again. I think I understand now, but, aw, hopefully Just Thinking understands more. uh, On top of that, after listening to the podcast, Pete, I got three more tweets from you. You want to do some more Facebook or should I wrap it up here?
1: Let's do some more Facebook here. Mary Kirk writes in to our page here. What did I just miss? So there is some confusion here. I was wondering, she's out there in Minnesota. Is she an hour behind did her TV cut out? Are there storms? What's going on? I asked her, of? And she said, Matt, as I voiced before, there was death, but then no death. I said, exactly what we're discussing right now. The snake's eating its tail, Matt.
0: Pete, listen, I don't want to overblow Fitz here. I do. I will always have a soft spot for the character as presented. And then the the witty repartee I had with Ian DeCastiker uh, over the Fitz monkey back in uh, that during that first season at new york comic-con that's an extra level i just want to point out pete okay guy dies dead time goes by comes back seems like their modeling fits after let's just say a guy a lot of people really uh really look up to we'll leave it at that uh tweet from ben bassett uh says said it before saying it again i hate how much marvel writers love their fans think about that (laughs) two more tweets pete one from amerowich i don't like it and then uh then uh the last tweet here from jttoup podcast i guess actually there's just the one P there shares a gif i'm just sad disappointed basketball players shaking their heads no i don't know if just the two of us that's what jttou podcast stands for uh if if, if they're overwhelmed, if they're sad, but that gif showing, showing a sense a of finality there. Or gif, a gif, a, a gif. A or, GIF. Or,
1: or a gif like the creator of it uh, uses with the with the G there. But anyway.
0: Pete, here's the thing. The creator of a story or a thing can make it one way, but it's subject to interpretation. Hashtag is Fitz Jesus as a metaphor. Back to you, Pete.
1: I'm all tapped out over here, Matt, of messages. It sounds like a lot of our uh, listeners are as well. And, And now we put it into that pseudo hibernation mode.
0: Well, we, of course, are going to continue podcasting the mcu we got a secret plan for the fall as well looking forward to star trek discovery whenever that returns pete this is all made possible the entire back catalog 110 episodes of agents of shield including this one 19 movies all the other stuff made possible by our patrons on patreon.com slash fantastic geek pete i'll just pull back the curtain a little bit and say in the last three four weeks You've had stuff going on. I've had stuff going on. We are here doing this because it's the patrons and all the listeners that are the wind beneath our wings to keep it going. So thanks, patrons.
1: We are so fortunate to be listener-supported completely to the point where we don't even consider when life intrudes – not doing this thing that you reach out to us all the time about and interact with us and uh, send in your letters and your feedback and your support and everything else so it's never even a consideration uh i'll i'll pull back the curtain i moved recently i'm still in the process of moving and matt sends me a text message hey you know we can do this tomorrow morning we don't know the show goes on uh shield goes on we go on uh as luke cage is preparing to uh return next month matt the the first episode will be the 100th Marvel Netflix episode already to go with the 110 agents of shield along with what was in humans and agent Carter all been on abc and then you throw in runaways and then we're going to bring in cloak and dagger which we'll be bringing you in june as well we're the only podcast that brings you it all you are the only fans that make that possible
0: well said pete and uh let's keep this agents of shield conversation going particularly since there does seem to be differing opinions about the season five finale uh we uh, as mentioned we will do a um we'll do a a season five wrap up next week so feel free to share your thoughts as time goes on pete how can people be in touch with you
1: you can be in touch with me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R, J-Ketelar, K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 9,927 followers. Can't be wrong.
0: And while I am personally on Twitter is looking back lost, do be in touch with the podcast any way you like. Comment on fantasticgeek.com. Email fantasticgeek at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram where we are fantastic geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more.
1: Facebook.com slash fantastic geek with the PH all one word like it today. So we'll be bringing you Deadpool to this weekend. Had a blast. Can't wait to talk the kind of other corner of the somehow maybe future Marvel cinematic universe there, we're going to be bringing you that agents of shield season five wrap. We're going to be bringing you solo, a star Wars story, a lot of fun. Can't wait to talk that with you later in the week.
0: And uh, if you're listening to this on the agents of shield feed, as mentioned, that season five wrap up from there. Then, you know, we, we go into our own space, cold storage for that feed. We certainly will update as news warrants. Uh, but uh, heading into heading into to new territory here with uh, the neighborhood of a year between seasons, um, you know, the the adventure always continuing. The pop culture podcast feed, including that special secret thing that we'll talk about this summer, uh, looking to do this fall. With that, Pete, I'm going to say adios to all our listeners for this episode and give you the final episode 522 word.
1: I'm having a hard enough time leaving you behind.